Welcome to episode five of the Flow Ninja podcast. Welcome to Jody Dean's Flow Ninja podcast, bringing you comedy, consciousness, creativity, natural health and well-being. Hi, it's me, Jody Dean. If you don't know me, I'm a body, mind, spirit coach and mentor. I also call it spiritual coaching. I'm a speaker, an actor, a digital marketer and content creator, and I make videos, I'm a YouTuber, and I'm an author, as well as making podcasts. So in this episode, I talk to a couple of stall holders, well, four actually, at a recent Morning Gloryville event in London, and... They just tell me what they're doing and what they're about, and I sample a couple of things. And it's just another dimension to what's going on at Morning Gloryville, which I'm often crewing or part of somehow, if I can be, because I love getting out there and celebrating the day uh, without drugs and alcohol and having fun with other like-minded souls. So... That's part one of the podcast, and part two is a stream of consciousness, which I've just recorded, and I'm very excited about. I would actually love to know your thoughts. So if you're on Anchor, on the show notes, you can record a response to the podcast. So yeah, I'd love to hear that. And of course, you can always email me. So... Yeah, and if you uh, have something really interesting to share, then I may include you in a forthcoming episode. So, without further ado, here is episode five. How are you? Good, how are you? Great, thanks. Yeah, I'm just interested in your stall because you've got uh, food there, haven't you? Yeah, we do, yeah. So um, we are from Eat Vital. Um, Eat Vital? Eat Vital, yeah. So Sounds Vital, good. I'm yeah. liking it already. So it stems from Ital Rastafarian, which is uh, the term for like pure uh, vegetarian food. Oh yeah, nice. Um, so we brought a special from our cafe, which is based in Leeds, which is the, the Vital Breakfast, which ah. consists of... Um, Sort of a, a lot of healthy treats on there, L- less of the um, sort of bacon sausage egg that people are used to, and, and, and our take on that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your what's your hottest seller? Um, so today will be the will be the breakfast. We also do a smashed avocado on a sourdough toast. Yeah, I saw that. It's incredible. Got my eyes on that. Yeah, it's on an it's on an award winning bread um, from a bakery bakery called Wildcraft, okay. and they do gluten free only. Nice. And it is the best sourdough bread. It takes them five days to make each loaf. Ooh, so it's incredible. Wow. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to try some. Yeah, please do. Yeah, I will do. All right, so, and your name is? James. James, yeah, brilliant. Okay, brilliant, James. So, you guys obviously inside serving your delicious foods. Um, yeah, well, let's let's get, get tasting. Yeah, stuff. let's go. All right, <laughs> see you. <laughs> All right. Done. So, we are here today with fresh young tide coconuts and ginger shots. Punchy. Really, really good, really good. You've got to dig here once. That is punchy. Can't just, uh, 
you can't sip it, it's got to go down. You've got, got to just sip it and go you, down, okay. You've got two more to go after that one. I'm happy, I've got like half a shot left here and it's like, ooh, it's burning in the back of my throat. <laughs> so the next one we go up. This up is Alkalize Me. This is, I'm talking to Gary. Gary from Alkalize Me at his stand at Morning Gloryville. Um, this one and is this is ACB. So this is turmeric, apple cider vinegar, ginger and lemon. And it's bright, kind of orangey yellow, like the, the rising sun. Indeed. Fabulous. Let's try another sip. Down. Ah! Next one, the next wow. One we're going to go is apple cider vinegar. My body is vibrating after Ginger. that. <laughs> it was made with a Maha Mantra poured into it as well. So. Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. Maha Mantra me. <laughs> Whoa. It's getting all burpy. Maybe I need it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Apple cider, uh, what? so what's apple this? cider vinegar, ginger and lemon. Ginger and lemon, okay, fabulous. Okay. And then after that we've got the inferno, which is just ginger and lime. Which one would you like, my dear? Ginger, ginger zinger. Ginger zinger, so that's ginger, 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 ginger and, and lime. And you guys have yeah. a website or something? Yes, we have. It's www.alkalizeme.co.uk. You guys heard that, heard that right. Alkalize me. And you've got to knock that one back and then you're going to have the ginger. Woo! Ah, fiery. Ah, yeah. wow. After that one. Wow, that's amazing. After that one, wow. you're going to go boom. This one is going to go boom. Oh, that's another one, okay. This one is ginger and lime. Oh. Pure ginger and lime. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. That's amazing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to get boom. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. We've got to boom. Yeah. You, you, wow. You, 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 <laughs> thank you. Oh, you Whoa. Whoa. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Get alkalized. Alright, so I'm seeing these like this Choose Love banner and these Choose Love t-shirts and your lovely friendly faces and I'm just wondering what this is all about. Okay, so yes, so it's Help Refugees, which is the charity that we work with. Our slogan is Choose Love. Um, that come about out of a hashtag a few years ago um, when the ladies that created the charity saw the crisis in Calais, decided that they want to take um, as much donations down as they possibly could. Uh, they thought they were going to get maybe a, a van load, but within weeks they had um, thousands of pounds worth of donations and vans and vans worth of donations. So from then it's just spiralled really, and now we're working on projects all across uh, Europe and Asia and, and everywhere really, as far as we can go. And it's all grassroots projects, like helping out um, on the ground with the local people that live there to help them better the people that are need help when they can. Amazing, amazing. Sounds like fabulous work. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Spending your Saturday morning and doing this. And you can get the t-shirts on ASOS. <laughs> on where? On ASOS. You can buy them on ASOS. Oh, for real? On ASOS? Yeah. Brilliant. Lots of different variations, different colours and things like that. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. Right, and you guys have a website? Yeah, so it's helprefugees.org, um, but go on Instagram, go on Facebook, lots of the social media is really free. Uh, what, what's the handle, stuff. what's the username? Um, at, at Help Refugees. At is, Help is, Refugees. Instagram. And then the hashtag Choose Love as well. If you search the hashtag, hashtag Choose Love, love. you'll see nice. loads of the different things that people are doing. Not just the charity, but loads of celebrities that support us, Fabulous. all the different work they're doing as well. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. Guys. Okay. Wish you the best with all of this. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So you're standing, you're Rawson, aren't you? Yeah, I'm the new food dude from Rawson. 
Amazing. Okay, I've tried your delicious uh, treats, but would you like to tell us more about them? Yeah, I'd love to. So I started making these raw vegan, sugar-free, gluten-free snacks um, just as a little thing for myself, as a little snacky to have like really early in the morning if I was like going for a yoga class or a gym class. Just a little something to give me a bit of an energy boost early yep. in the morning. Yep. Started giving to friends and colleagues. They said, these are amazing. Why don't you sell them? Yep. So I started selling them about three years ago. Fabulous. And you've, you've been doing stand in the morning Gloryville for a while, haven't you? I've been at Gloryville for about two and a half years now. So very early on when I started Rawson three years ago, I got involved with these guys and... Yeah, it's been a bit of a kind of match made in heaven, really. You're very busy every time I see you. It's great. I mean, you know, everyone kind of needs a little bit of healthy energy and everyone's really tuned into the whole vegan thing here. And they want something that will give them a little boost, but naturally, not with, that, not with any sugar in. So, you know, my little, my little snacks kind of, you know, work for the disco. They certainly do. Disco-friendly snacks. If I need a bump, I'm always coming up to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, what's your website? So you can find me. She's with me, my friend. She's with me. She's with me. Yes, I work here. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Rawson Hackney, or my website, rawsomehackney.co.uk. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Pleasure, dude. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And your name is? It's Jason. Jason. Yeah. And you too, dude. Yeah. And you? Jody. Jody. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it out there, you know, just on a podcast. And, All right, yeah, let me know when that's out there. You know, it's just sharing the love, really. So, yes, hello, and... Uh, I'm just going to go stream of consciousness here because <clears throat> I have an idea about what I want to say, but at the same time, I'm also just allowing and, you know, I have lots of different senses and notions of uh, what might come through. So I'm very much just really thinking about just how can... You know, I allow this to this download to happen, this podcast to speak uh, and play itself out, and yeah. So I'm actually sitting at the lock of a canal uh, where boats pass through one by one, and. As I sat down here and proceeded to start recording, things are starting to move and happen. It was quiet, it was silent here, and <laughs> there is now water pouring through the canal lock gate um, and almost like a waterfall. So what happens is that the they fill up a lock and then <clears throat> pass the boat through and then they'll empty that lock where the boat is down and uh, it'll obviously this is where you have um, what would you call it where you have a difference in 
height and elevation uh, is where you have a lock. So that is basically a way for the canal to pass through areas where there's slopes and highs and lows and you know the boats are just traveling on a flat surface on, on the water but the elevation of the water is at different um, heights um, through a lock and this helps this is basically a way for um, yeah the barges the boats to come through now you're probably wondering why is Jody explaining this and you know it's it's the metaphor for movement so I, I came here I sat down it was quiet it was still the water was still was not moving there was no sound and then movement starts to happen and on one level this is the nature of life this is something that has been spoken about for eons you know there's a, a Taoist saying which is uh, change is the only constant and yeah this too shall pass like everything is in change in flux and water is a wonderful metaphor for that a wonderful reflection of that and <laughs> it has precipitated me just going well okay let's go with the flow here and let's talk about what's going on so what's going on is that there's water pouring in there's obviously an initiation of movement somebody's wanting to um, travel through the canal and pass through the lock and has so opened the gates on the other side it's had water pouring into the lock which has made on my side the lower end water start to, 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 to leak out of the filling lock and yeah it's interesting this sort of game of life and then just as I was saying that a, a group of youths walking past with a with a sound system and uh, yeah there's flux, there's movement, there's changes in, in, in the sound around. It's, uh, now they're walking across the, the lock gate. Uh, so they're going to have a fun time. They're going to walk into the, the fields just past the, the canal. And I also, what I'm seeing in front of me is that the, the pond weed, which is covering the canal water surface like a blanket is starting to swirl around in a clockwise direction in fact there are two I can see one swirl going one way and another swirl closer to where the water is pouring in going a different way kind of counter rotating swirls of pondweed showing the movement of the water and that brings me beautifully through to what I'm doing tomorrow, which is going to uh, a one-day workshop with Nassim Haramain. He is an absolutely brilliant scientist, cosmologist, physicist, who has developed a grand unified theory. And I've had the pleasure of meeting him many moons ago, many years ago, uh, when he came to Spain to give a four-hour seminar 
uh, me and my friends traveled the length of the country to go and spend four hours with him and then we got to have dinner afterwards uh, with him and the organizer which was a real blessing and some of the things he came out with I'm not even going to repeat here on this podcast at the moment Um, as you're getting to know me through this podcast I feel there's things that I can say and there's things that I can't say there's things I can share and there's things that well maybe it's not quite right to to share them here but all I'm going to say is Nassim is a very 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 special individual who has an extraordinary story and now the canal lock is uh pouring suddenly turned into a a massive waterfall and it is pouring the water now down the lock gates creating this roaring noise and uh, (laughs) the surface of the canal is uh, really changing it's uh, the water is starting to uh, create new channels in the water the the duckweed is moving in a different way and it's parting it's like the red sea parting the green sea in this case is parting and there's now droplets of water in the air coming towards me and this is quite an epic situation because it's it really is just this thunderous waterfall suddenly about 11 12 foot high and um, making a real din. Yeah, which is uh, <laughs> quite something. Making me wonder, ooh, ooh, should I continue? And yeah, I am continuing. I just had to stop and listen back a bit to see if I'm even audible with the noise. Um, but it just goes to show, like, this is life, you know, and it's full of the unexpected. and. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about today was assumptions. You know, I came here and I assumed, oh, this would be a perfect place for silence for my podcast. And then I'm I'm proven that that was a total assumption and uh, (laughs) that this is a noisy place at times. And I recently uh, shared a post on my Instagram, which was assumption is the death of inquiry which is a thought that came to me and really resonated and I thought yeah I'm going to share that because it's so true and I really really banded that thought around in my mind and questioned and examined it and it proves to be true for me again and again and again that assumption is the death of inquiry and because when you start to inquire that's when you start to penetrate beliefs you start to penetrate the world as it is presented to you you start to dig into the veneer of reality and find out truth find out information which will lead you to more information which will could lead you to some kind of understanding which could lead you to conclusions and yeah it's a beautiful, beautiful unraveling, really. 
So inquiry, yeah. Assumption is the death of inquiry. So have a think about that. I invite you. I'm not trying to make myself out to be some great master, but just sharing. Um, yeah, actually, I am trying to make myself out to be some great master. That's right. That's me. I'm a great master. Um, yeah. Hum humble. Humble me. So, yeah. So, also, something else I noticed is that I saw duckweed, oh, well, pondweed. I think it's also another name for duckweed. Who knows? I saw that there were the little leaves of the pondweed were underneath the surface moving up so they'd come through from the next canal lock and as they poured into the water they were underneath the, the surface of the water and then they were bobbing up slowly bobbing up and coming up and it was like a rain <laughs> coming up from the ground from from the bed of the canal a rain of these green little leaves popping up and somehow felt that was significant that these these leaves are showing me something so yeah this all started when I was talking about Nassim Haramain and his work and the reason I mentioned him as well is because um, his whole model of reality and the vacuum which is what he talks about a lot and the structure of the vacuum is how that the the macro level of of reality um, is mirrored in the micro, and how the micro is mirrored in the macro. So how how the tiny is mirrored in the gigantic, and how the gigantic is mirrored in the tiny, and. You know, how funny how, like, we've gone from silence here to this roaring <laughs> giant waterfall next to me. Um, and then it'll at some point go back to silence here. And Nassim talks about the spirals of creation and, you know, how galaxies are spiral. And that you can find that inside the atom this black hole um, structure this black hole dynamic inside um, every point um, and that there's a black hole at the center of the galaxy uh, which I find absolutely beautiful and fascinating all at the same time so it's his understanding his work has been a massive shift for me uh, it has brought together so many strands that at first sight on the surface seem into seem seem unconnected but when I got the understanding of his work I realized how everything is just so connected and how all these different strands like sacred geometry like nature like um, physics are all connected and yeah the micro is in the macro and here we go so there is now um, a bloke uh, opening up the gates he's he's unwinched the <laughs> unwinched the 
one gate. He's unwinching the other. And there'll be a grand opening here. I might have to jump out of the way. This water is now swirling below. Um, almost like the tides come in. And uh, this is the canal lock experience. I'm actually never actually watched this. This is going to be really interesting. Uh, I wish I could show this to you visually. Uh, but what happens is that the water will pour through and his, his, his barge just starts to lower now. I'm just seeing it lower inside the lock as the water pours out into the canal which I'm now sitting on the side of. And yeah, the water's eddying around and there's little, tiny little whirlpools emerging and disappearing in the water, which is another thing the seam shows, you know, with the spirals and how they're in nature. You look at shells and how they're the spiral structure. Look at horns, how they have a spiral structure, many horns. Uh, look how water goes down a plug hole in a spiral flow. Um, many more examples of that in the world, in nature. And that's how naturally nature will structure itself. There are intrinsic dynamics within creation which um, form adheres to. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And I'm seeing it right now in these little eddies and spirals of water in front of me. Um, and you also see a, a different side of things with, um, for example, the sunflower. You know, the, the, the flower of the sunflower. That has a, a beautiful um, spiralesque geometry to it that um, incorporates the phi ratio and the golden mean section. And yeah, in the, I think it's the seven, yeah, 15th, 16th and 17th century, particularly um, certain, well, let me call them discoverers, scientists, intellectuals, writers were really keen on, on the understanding around the golden mean section. And that was incorporated into um, buildings, into the design, into the architecture of buildings and paintings as well. And I th yeah, I think it was also to some extent explored in terms of music, but I don't know much more than that. Uh, but it's certainly, yes, everywhere if you look into buildings of that era, especially big projects. Um, and yeah, sort of recreating the patterns of the universe. Um, and yeah, phi is P-H-I, and that is a Greek word, which relates to this number. I think it's 1.165. I'm not, you know, it's something like that, but it, it's, um, it's, it's different to pi. Um, pi, which you'd have probably learnt in maths if you've done maths to any level at school. Um, pi is conjured up in the classroom and you learn about that. Uh, but phi is a different thing and I didn't learn about that in school. I don't know why because it is, <laughs> I believe, hugely more important than pi. Um, 
and uh, it also shows up the phi ratio in the human body in the proportions of one bone to another which are connected with each other um, so I'm told and also it's a signifier supposedly of beauty as well I think I remember reading something about that from a um, some kind of cosmetic surgeon wrote about it how he uses the phi ratio in um, how he constructs people's faces um, and that that's a a a way to quantify beauty and obviously there are you know concerns around that in terms of uh, a value judgment and uh, I'm no in no way saying that um, you know anyone has to conform to something like that um, but I guess the overriding thought is that it's a proportional harmony and harmony is when it's expressed in form um, can often be seen as beauty and beautiful and right and uh, pleasant pleasing to the eye um, you certainly find that with music and with sound you know harmonies if you think of harmonies in terms of music it's very very uh, significant there so now um, the barge is coming through it's come through the Illa Flotante um, and it's actually a very very well kept barge it looks brand new I guess that's the uh, floating island that's what it means it's coming right through here it's making all sorts of funny noises and uh, soon we'll get the engine it's a very long large wide barge looking at the portals on the side it's quite a luxury barge actually and yeah it's just going through here in front of me and so I just had a conversation with the people in the barge if, uh, um, come up moored right next to where I am and apparently the green stuff clogs up the propellers so uh, they're like oh we're trying to get out of the green stuff um, find a, a place in the in the canal where there's no green stuff no pond weed so that's uh, curious and now the great uh, gates of the lock are closing being closed it says 1888-1888 um, on the lock there. I've just noticed that. I've never seen that before. That's funny, isn't it? Mm. Eight being, of course, uh, one way to see infinity. Uh, if you put the eight on its side, it is an infinity symbol. Interesting. They never tell you that at school, do they? So, funny little happening here. Um, I've complimented them on their rather regal boat and they're just cl closing up the gates of the lock and uh, the carpet of pondweed has now returned to the water in front of me. You can hear the humming of the engine. Um, they told me they'd been in Little Venice today in the centre of London. 
and they've come this way and uh, it is a beautiful day for being outside I'm very blessed it's very warm it's about 30 degrees right now and yeah I've seen now witnessed for the very first time from start to finish uh, a barge barging through the gates of a lock going from one elevation to another in this case to a lower elevation so yeah and funny enough yeah these um, duckweed leaves remind me of particles as in you can imagine the soup of atoms um, uh, that make up any part of matter each one is a tiny little dot that's something that reminded me that uh, Nassim has spoken about which is Nassim Haramain the guy I'm going to see tomorrow um, he spoke about this uh, that when he was a teenager I think and he was travelling on a bus and he realised that everything is made up of tiny little dots and uh, he had this experience where he realised that everything is a, a doorway into infinity or worse to that effect take care bye bye <laughs> enjoy enjoy the rest of your voyage yes. wherever you go <laughs> okay good so the Ila Flotante is now off <laughs> on its next adventure it's passed through the Hanwell Lock and it's onward to new waters <laughs> ah beautiful and that reminds me the propeller is a spinning motion isn't it and Nassim talks about the spin of creation how everything is in spin and how the spiral relates to the spin as well so for example with the the spin of the propeller of this barge um, when it's moving forward if you were to plot the the journey of each propeller blade it wouldn't be two-dimensional it would be three-dimensional it would be a, a spiral through space through the water as it's moving forward right of course if the boat is stationary um, then it's two-dimensional but then if the propeller was moving then the boat wouldn't actually be stationary because it would be propelled forward um, by the action of pro the propellers through the water so that's interesting in itself how that analogy is um, and how for example so this relating back to Nassim how the planet Earth for example the Earth is not just revolving around the Sun because the Sun is on a journey of revolution through the galaxy it's on the galactic plane and the galaxy is in in motion and I, I from off the top of my head you know it's it's like we're talking like millions of miles an hour <laughs> so um, you know if you think of it like that we are spinning at millions of miles an hour and it's not just a flat spin, it's a spiral spin. 
you know, as we revolve around the Earth and the sorry revolve around the Sun, and the Sun is revolving in the galaxy, it is in movement. It isn't just static. It isn't just stationary. So that creates a spiral motion. And so, where you were ten minutes ago is not where you are now. If you think of the same space, right? Yeah, it appears to be you're in the same space. But actually, you've moved from 10 minutes ago because the Earth has turned. You know, the Earth is turning every second, right? So, and then the Sun, um, and then the Earth is, um, not, yeah, so the Earth is spinning, and then it's moving as well around the Sun, and then the Sun is moving in the galactic plane as well. So, you are not where you were 10 minutes ago, and actually, if you were actually to plot that space where you were 10 minutes ago to now it's it could be it could be a mile away it could be uh, 100 meters away it could be 10 miles away it could be 100 miles away it could be a thousand miles away it could be even more you know I, I'm, I, I don't know what the calculations are I think Nassim goes into it um, so you are moving in a spiral right now <laughs> uh, so as I'm doing this podcast as I'm recording this I am moving in a spiral this podcast is moving in a spiral that is just so epic and yep I'm seeing these these eddies in these spirals in the uh, motion of the water because I'm seeing it it's being plotted by the pondweed the pondweed is is moving in a spiral form um, several spirals I can see across the canal. Obviously, these are, um, you know, showing the, the movement of the water, the surface of the water, um, because there's been disturbance. You know, the, this boat has come through, the boat's gone now, but there's an after effect. Um, and those spirals that are moving on the water aren't <laughs> where they were a minute ago, 10 minutes ago, you know, so that's. Uh, interesting and uh, instructive yeah and I guess also that the the little individual leaves you know are like metaphorical in some way of these points in time and these points you know if we imagine for example each one of those little pondweed leaves is a being that's interesting how they're all the beings are moving in the spiral and I'm watching the spiral. <laughs> Who am I? You know, <laughs> watching this spiral. Ha! <sighs> and uh, as this podcast is going on, the sun has moved in the sky. It's actually now just illuminating my head. The rest of my body is now in shadow. Uh, and I can hear the lock. There's water pouring into the lock from the other side. So yes, yes, I'm allowing this nature to reflect to me the contents of what I'm talking about and I'm receiving it. So I hope you're finding this of interest and fascination as much as I am. I'm loving it and I'm very excited, looking forward to the workshop tomorrow because uh, I haven't been to anything with him uh, with Nassim for a yeah, good nine years 
and uh, a lot has happened since then. He's come out with a couple of films, The Connected Universe, Black Hole, uh, and he's come out with these crystals, these arc crystals, um, which, uh, speaking to someone, a friend last night, and she's told me um, these crystals are incredible, and uh, apparently they've measured them and they're pulsing out 100 photons uh, per second, these crystals, which are a spin-off, if you like, a, um, not really a spin-off, but a product of um, Nassim Haramain's work. And I'm very excited to experience one of these crystals tomorrow, which I'm assuming that he will have with him. Um, I have been, uh, <laughs> let's say, informed that usually he will have crystals with him when he goes to do give a talk. So I'm looking forward to that and to experience one of these crystals to see if I feel anything um, and see if anyone else uh, I know who's coming along will feel anything. Mm. I am uh, quite sensitive energetically. Um, I feel a kinesthetic sensation um, in my palms usually uh, when I interact with something that's in a high energy state or um, a has you know a powerful form like a crystal um, you know you could say it's my human aura energy that's interacting with the lattice structure of the crystal which uh, gives me a sensation of movement um, a sensation of buzz or energy um, there's many different levels to this, of course. Yeah, so that's that's something that I'm, I'm curious about tomorrow. Very curious. <laughs> and uh, my friend was telling me about how Nassim had a stack of 512 of these crystals and they were doing a meditation with them. Uh, and she shared with me a... a a clip that she did that she videoed of that meditation which I'm going to watch at some point um, but she said you know for, personally for her it was very impacting uh, you know, even being in the same room as this um, grouping of crystals together and these are lab grown crystals they're not they're not um, they're not naturally grown crystals, so they're lab grown to a certain size and dimensions and structure, um, which is intrinsic to the model, um, Nassim's model of you know unified physics. And um, apparently, they're planning on making smaller crystals, and that the, apparently the smaller crystals may even be more powerful. Who knows? Um, I read anecdotally, um, which I'm going to ask tomorrow because I have no corroborating evidence but I read anecdotally that uh, a an associate of Nassim uh, went into a aerospace company for a meeting in the US and that uh, he had a block of the crystals with him and was like well look here we have something which uh, actually emanates energy could be used as a fuel cell um, etc and apparently he was lucky to get out alive from this meeting um, 
yeah, I mean, free energy and all that kind of thing, it's not a myth. <laughs> it's just actively suppressed by the interests. Uh, and this is my opinion, okay? Please do your own research. Um, but from my experience, it's actively suppressed by those interests which, um, for various reasons, uh, wish to maintain control of uh, the trillion-dollar assets of coal, gas, and oil, um, which are the primary, you know, fuels of our civilization. And of course, if you have a box that produces more energy than you need to run a factory, then um, things kind of get um, not so good in the prospects of uh, oil and gas reserves, because uh, don't need to get you know don't need to get them out of the ground don't need to use them if you've got like a little box that will power your car power your house power your factory power your city power your country right so this is something and there are multiple 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 inventors out there who've discovered over unity um, again do your own research don't say oh jody thinks this you know just do your own research find out for yourself plenty of films and videos and um, research articles and blogs and everything that talk about this stuff and um, people with credibility um, and people who've learned not to speak much about what they found if they're an inventor because they've had um, hassle from authorities from interests who um, don't have the greatest interest of the people you know they're protecting assets and yeah, this is on some way the, the, the nature of um, humanity that, you know, if you're more aligned to serving yourself, then you're going to, hmm, you're going to make things happen in a way which will continue that and uh, won't be helpful for the greater good of you know others and uh, unfortunately sadly this happens um, but this is what we're dealing with you know we're dealing with the the, the collective shadow um, the co collective shadow self which um, through consciousness work through spreading information and um, waking up you know we are resolving and we are balancing out and we are harmonizing so that people get the right information and the right help that they need um, to support them and assist them in life, you know. So huh, that was a little rant. and uh, But, you know, it's something very close to my heart because it is an injustice and I'm, I have a strong sense of justice um, in my soul and uh, I want things to go right in the world um, harm towards harmony. You know, I'm very much about that and about impacting humanity in a positive way and to to halt the crazy insanity um you know of the war machine and of uh the point the collective poisoning through all these synthetic chemicals um for example this is just a couple of my <laughs> my gripes my concerns you know <clears throat> but i don't want to get all preachy and you know alarmist because that's not really what I'm about. You know, I'm about positivity. 
I'm about connection. I'm about harmony. I'm about bringing things to light. I'm about speaking one's truth. I'm about holding, you know, becoming whole. And I'm about discovery and curiosity and the joy of life and playfulness and celebration and uh, people coming together in community. You know, these are the things I stand for. And yeah, I wouldn't be where I am today without the gracious support and help of uh, other people who are lights, who are teachers, who are masters, um, who I've had the luck and opportunity to learn from and spend time with. And um, I'm hugely grateful for that. So as the uh, afternoon turns to evening, I'm going to end this podcast. And this is actually quite an interesting one because this is the first podcast I'm doing where I'm just talking. I'm not interviewing. I'm not having a conversation with someone. I'm just here going, okay, I'm just going to show up and talk today. And partly the reason is, is because I... It's not that I don't have an interview to share today, because I do, but I felt that I wanted to break the interviews, no, not break, but make a, um, a space between one interview and another, because these two great um, teachers are doing somewhat similar work. And so it's like, okay, well, then, you know, so as to not to make it all one thing or make people think, oh, this is only about this. You know, this guy, Jody, Mr. Flow Ninja, is only about, you know, embodiment. You know, I thought, you know, there'd be other stuff. So today is uh, the the podcast which um, goes in a different direction. And <clears throat> so <laughs> I'm reporting to you here from the now. Um, that is this Sunday afternoon stroke evening down at the Hanwell Lock uh, just sharing my thoughts and stream of consciousness and some inspirations and insights and the two uh, drivers of the barge that came through and uh, what they had to show me and yeah so that's also partly a reason why I am doing this podcast today and because I kind of felt like I really need to do it because you know, <laughs> variety is the spice of life and, you know, it doesn't have to all depend on interviews. You know, I have a lot to share and as I'm waking up to my own authority and trusting in my own inner wisdom and inner voice, then I get the confidence to to share more in this way, you know, not just through videos um, or Facebook lives, which I've been doing recently, but also through the podcast. And it's a lot easier because you don't have to manage light and how you look and backgrounds and all that stuff which is in the sphere of the visual this is just about sound what I'm saying and so I hope this has been an interesting episode for you um yeah I would love to uh, interview Nassim uh, I have no idea whether I'll be able to I shall try though and uh, let's see what happens. Um, if you're 
if you listen to this podcast and before Monday, which is tomorrow, um, I'm I'm going to pu- publish this podcast now when I get home. So if you uh, you know listen to this tonight, then if you're <laughs> if you're free on the Monday tomorrow, bank holiday Monday, then come along to Nassim's workshop in London. I believe there are still tickets. So that's all from me. And see you on the next one. Take care. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're a listener, don't be a lurker. Be a subscriber. <laughs> uh, you know, engage and um, get involved. And, and yes, you know, comment and share it on your social media. How about that? That would be amazing. Yeah, share the love. You know, sharing is caring. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, I do have a little favor to ask, and that is if you could please review and rate the podcast. Um, It does help with the algorithm in Apple to show it to more people. I also think you could get a lot out of following me on Instagram. Uh, It's Flowing Ninja. That's the username for the account which is for the podcast flow ninja and uh, coaching and mentoring and yes the other thing that you may be interested in is my free downloadable pdf top 10 secrets to hacking your flow stepping into your power and thriving at life and you can get that at go.flowninja.co that's go.flowninja.co Co. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. Um, we are now available on Apple Podcasts as well as all other good podcasting platforms. Also, I forgot to mention another great reason for downloading the PDF is that you get to be on my email list, the Flow Ninja email list, so you get all the latest updates regarding new podcasts editions episodes and uh, YouTube videos I'm putting out there as well as my news and views on life and everything so please do subscribe you may or may not be aware that I also have a YouTube channel for flow ninja and you are very welcome to subscribe and these videos are a bit different to the podcast but equally fascinating that's just Flow Ninja uh, on YouTube. The link is should be in the description of the podcast. Um, I, it's a fledgling channel, so I don't have one of these vanity URLs. Um, so it's just a jumble of uh, letters at, after YouTube.com. The format's a little bit different to the podcast. I'm making videos about my insights into reality, life, uh, human nature, uh, psychology, that kind of thing. And yeah, I invite you to subscribe, uh, like the videos if they resonate, and comment your thoughts and feedback. That would be wonderful. So thanks again for listening to this podcast and see you in the next episode.
Hey guys, so please support this podcast and my YouTube by donating on Patreon. Every little help, big and small, is a massive support for me to continue making videos and yeah, get the word out there, get my story and my message out there. So I much appreciate any help you can give. The link for my Patreon is in the show notes. So uh, I look forward to <laughs> um, making more stuff, more content for you. Thank you. And the link is patreon.com forward slash flow ninja. Simple as that. Thank you so much.